0: Uh, Let me pray one more time just for this message tonight and uh, that God would speak to our hearts. Father, we love you so much, Lord. We thank you, Lord, that your word is not like any other word. It's the living word, God, and it's quick and powerful, Lord, and able to penetrate into our hearts and divide between soul and spirit. I pray you speak to our hearts, God, and reveal yourself to us and make us more like Jesus. God, we ask it in your name. Amen. You can open with me, if you would, in your Bibles to Ephesians chapter 5, I I'd mentioned, I think last Wednesday, it was so wonderful, we finished our, our series on the cross, the cross in the life of the believer and living the crucified life, and I know that it, it ministered to me, I know it continues to challenge me, that's not a one and done kind of thing, that's something where the Lord's continuing to work in our lives, and I'd mentioned last Wednesday and I think this past Sunday that tonight I had something that I felt the Lord wanted me to share and really just encouraging you to be here tonight. So I thank you that you are here tonight. Let's look at Ephesians 5 and read 11 through 13. Ephesians 5, 11. And have no fellowship with the unfruitful works of darkness, but rather reprove them. For it is a shame even to speak of those things which are done of them in secret. But all things that are reproved are made manifest by the light. For whatsoever doth make manifest is light. And so we're just going to talk about something that you probably know, probably know a lot more about me uh, than I know about this this subject. But um, whatever's going to make manifest or make things apparent is light. We know that that's God's word and it's his spirit and it's the Lord. He's the light of the world. So the Lord Jesus uh, takes his word. Says in Psalm one nineteen one o five, thy word is a lamp unto my feet and a light unto my path. So the light of the word of God shines on something that might be hidden in the darkness or it's confusing and you can't tell quite tell about it. And God's light kind of puts the spotlight on it, and and is able to show is this of the Lord, is it not of the Lord? What does God's word say about it? But I simply want to say that the, the the Bible says that we are to be watchmen. Now, as a pastor, I have that that call to be a watchman and a shepherd, but all of us, to a great extent, are to be watchmen. I would say, for example, I'm going to speak a lot to parents tonight, but watchmen over your homes, watchmen over your children, and and we're not to be those that watch in vain or that are derelict in our duty or sleep on the job. We We have but a little time here on this earth, and we need to be diligent to To serve God in a walk with God and not to, you know, to be AWOL for a time and just sort of drift. And I don't know what's happened the last five years, you know, and kind of we need to get our ourselves focused on the Lord and be diligent about the times in which we live. He says, have no fellowship with the unfruitful works of darkness. Now, he's not speaking to lost people. They're lost. He's speaking to Christians, but rather reprove them. We're actually to reprove them. And that's something that you don't see a lot in our day, where Christians actually take a stand against something that's not of God. And it's not our job to run, run around and be fault finders either. But when there's the case arises where God would have us to take a stand and call something out as being sinful, ungodly, we, we need to do that as God you know, would enable us to do it. And so whatever makes manifest is light. God's word is going to make manifest. So we need to guard our children. We need to guard our families. We need to guard our spouses, our homes. We need to guard our minds. We need to guard our hearts. There is an app you can download. and This is what we're going to talk about tonight, an app, and you probably are so much more familiar about it than I am. But Addison, Williams and Addison, um, filled me in on some of this stuff and helped me research a little bit, and sent me some research on this. But there's an app you can download. It has over 18, I mean, 800 million active monthly users. 800 million active monthly users. Now, this, these stats were a few months ago, so it's probably more now. Over 2.6 billion downloads on this app. It started in 2012. It was taken over by a, a company from a Chinese company in Beijing, China called Bright Dance in 2018. It's worth over $75 billion today. Um, this same company, Byte Dance, actually also owns so-called news platforms, Top Buzz, Buzz Video, and, and some others uh, kind of similar to this, if you're familiar with any of that. And it's uh, TikTok, and I just asked Peter to put the uh, the little logo up there Y'all think, well, this is a harmless little innocuous uh, nothing. Uh, There it is. If you've seen that logo, you know what I'm talking about, okay? You might have viewed something. I'm not telling you uh, that what you watched is necessarily harmful. I do want to talk about this for just a little bit tonight. Um, I'm going to give you the description of TikTok based on the people that... Not from the Christian perspective, okay? Just what you would look up. What is TikTok, okay? TikTok is described as an app, quote, an app that allows people to choose songs or create their own sounds, which really allow users to express themselves. The social media platform allows users to create short. They are very short. They're a maximum of 15 seconds, but y'all probably already know this stuff, okay? Maximum of 15 seconds, but they're fun, appealing videos, and and you're able to share them with the millions of people on the app. So that sounds innocent enough, but I want to keep going a little bit with it. It's most popular in the U.S. I mean, it's a worldwide thing, but it's most popular in the U.S. Most popular in the young people from ages 16 to 24. Uh, The typical user is, quote, going to be young kids or just a bit older, okay? It's more popular among females. About 60% of the users of this TikTok app or viewers of that are female. It's become hugely popular lately because it's been endorsed in recent years by some celebrities. You know, when a celebrity puts their name to it and it kind of takes off. And Jimmy Fallon from the late night talk show has endorsed it and, and said he does this these different challenges i didn't research all the challenges but in a fixed 15-second video they'll make a challenge to do something do something like you know stand in the middle of the mall and, and sing a song you know at the top of your lungs and people take the challenge and do it that kind of thing Uh, dance moves, you know, and and stupid little quirky things like that. And all that just sounds like good fun, but I want to keep going. There's another site called Influencer Marketing Hub. Now, this is what they say about it. Again, not from the Christian perspective. It's easy for users to record anything and everything from their daily routine and post it instantly. And some of the the concerns about it is the fact that it is so... uh, it's so easy to use it's so instantaneous. I mean you literally could say anything, do anything you want in the privacy of your home or whatever and post it. And there's not gonna be time for it to be uh censored or banned. It's almost like a live stream. You just you put it out there and people can say it, uh see it and it might be caught or found out if it's something inappropriate and taken down at a later time, but after millions have viewed it, not only viewed it, but you can watch it and instantly record it, and then it might be taken down an hour later. Okay, something like that. So, uh, as soon, this is, quote, as soon as a user opens the app, videos start playing one after another. Now we'll start getting into some of the concerns about it. Uh, It's highly addictive. Quote, you're lost in a sea of fun, entertaining, addictive video content that people, quote, watch videos a few hours. So just picture it. You've, many of you may have looked at it. I'm not saying shame on you if you have. I want you to be aware of the dangers of this and be very, very careful. That's what I'm saying tonight. I've never looked at one in my life, okay? Have no desire to. You may have. You might have watched somebody with two little puppies playing for 15 seconds, the most innocent little nothing. Hey, look at this. But I just want you, and Peter, you can take that down. I really don't want to look at it all night. Uh, the 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 fact that it is uh, addictive, you're watching a, a maximum of a 15-second video, and they just roll one after the other, one after the other, one after the other, one after the other. And it becomes very, um, uh, they admit it's very addictive. And I wanted to uh, just read a few more quotes. So I did a little research. I'm getting quotes from... You know, people that are talking about it, either pro or or con, they're they're speaking about it. And I thought this was interesting that the TikTok algorithms for algorithm is is basically a computerized model that's used uh, for different things. But in this case, it's used to target an audience, okay, to target an audience. And they have gotten so sophisticated. This would have been undreamed of when I was in high school. Okay, you might see a big billboard, you pick up a Sports Illustrated magazine, there's an ad in it for, you know, a Ford Mustang or whatever. But they, the the commercial uh, Wall Street kind of thing is so zoomed in on targeting a market for sales. Everything's about money, okay, and everything's about The God of this world. And this is a quote. The TikTok algorithm usually does a good job of selecting a video you will enjoy. Now, it doesn't ask you what you want to watch. You can click on there what you want to watch as well. All right. But if you just clicked on it, they do a good job. This is a quote of selecting a video you will enjoy based on your past viewing history. And it's probably not just viewing of TikTok, but viewing of Anything, what you shop for online, everything. Uh, Because the video is short, you won't get bored with it. It tells viewers what to watch and continues to evolve on its own. And it is this is all quotes. It inspires a sense of community. Isn't that wonderful? (laughs) That just... Uh, It inspires because we're all millions of viewers at the same time watching this same thing. We're all going to learn this new stupid little dance move that Joe Blow from New Orleans showed us. And we're all going to learn it and do it. Isn't it funny? Isn't it cool? And like I said, some of it's just innocent, stupid stuff. But uh, I also thought about this. If you're still in Ephesians, look at verse uh, 16. Redeeming the time because the days are evil. Now, even if the, we haven't even gotten to the content yet of the TikTok videos. And in other words, what are you actually seeing a lot of times? Just the basic thought of sitting there watching one after the other, after the other, after the other. Um, I had somebody tell me that they've seen young people just doing exactly that. Like, what what are you into? What do you like to do? You like to play volleyball? You like to do this? You, You like to play football, fishing? No, I like to watch TikTok. And all the kids, they like to watch TikTok, and they'll just do it when school's over, hour after hour of this. And that's certainly, to me, not redeeming the time. Redeeming, according to the Word of God, is to make the best use of that time. Redeeming the time. We only have a certain amount of time in this earthly life to to live for God or and or to... Uh, to tell others about Jesus and be a witness for Christ. It's limited. And our time is not our own. Our time belongs to the Lord. He bought us with his blood. We can never forget that. We are a purchased possession of the Lord Jesus Christ. That includes my time. It's not a me time. Does God give us time to relax? Yes. Does God give us time to go on vacations and fish and do things we enjoy, to do, uh, enjoy doing? Absolutely. He gives us that. That's a blessing from the Lord. But just to be addicted to something that kind of is monopolizing your time or my time, just like a, a gambler would be addicted to gambling, and people can be addicted to different things, this, can, this is highly addictive by their own admission is highly addictive, okay? And so that anything that dictates our, our time or monopolizes our time in, in such a frivolous way or an unprofitable way is not redeeming the time. We do that, and we say we don't have time to read our Bible. I'm not saying that this is you. I'm just thinking, you know, we we do this for hours, but get behind on our schoolwork because we're not doing that. You understand what I'm saying? I can't get a good night's sleep when God wants to give us a good night's sleep. It's very addictive, and that to me is not at all redeeming the time. And so there's another, um, I'm telling you where I get the information from. You can go online. It's called parents.com, and they're concerned about the effects of tiktok especially on young people some users say that the act of flicking the videos resembles the feeling of playing slot machines generation z and i guess the the current younger generation can't get enough of tiktok tiktok is quote a culture all of its all its own and again y'all might be so ahead of me on this you know and say <laughs> you know pastor randy doesn't have a clue i'm going to tell you as much as I know, and I felt responsible to do it, okay? Like I said, I've never watched one. Uh, William and Addison were concerned about it, and um, I looked into it a little bit, but it's also very interactive. That means that you're participating, even if you're not recording videos yourself, which you can. It's very easy to do. You say, here's me singing one verse of a song in 15 seconds. Here's me jumping off the roof, onto a trampoline, doing a backflip into the pool in 15 seconds. And I challenge you to do it, okay? Whatever it is that you want to put on there, okay? But you can imagine the things that people do want to put on there, all right? And we'll get into that in just a little bit. But it's very interactive in the sense that you can do it readily. Post what you want to post up there. It is instantly put up there. And you can instantly post your reactions. Let's say I'm watching something that my neighbor put on. Or I don't know who they are. You know, I saw him. He's out there playing with a pit bull or something. And I watch his video. I can instantly put my reaction on there. And it pops up alongside of the original video. So people are watching not only the video. They're watching other people's reactions to the video. And people, unfortunately... This culture in this generation is so easily swayed, so easily swayed. There's no—this not, is not a blanket condemnation. This is a generalization, okay, of the age in which we live, that people are so easily swayed by what others think. Complete strangers laugh at the clothes you have on. You're going to go home and cry and burn them and change clothes and go buy a whole new wardrobe. What's the deal? I don't even know that person. What do I care? They, don't, they think it's goofy I come to church all the time. You understand what I'm saying? Live your life. We're so easily influenced, but that is what happens. People, especially young people, you know what peer pressure is. Well, take peer pressure and magnify it a thousandfold. This is what's going on here. Somebody innocently puts a song. They think they sing well, and, and they wrote a song, and they sing part of the song, and people start blasting it, how stupid it is. How goofy, What a horrible voice, you know, I'm not into, don't believe in all the self-esteem stuff at all, but I'm just simply saying to a person that's not grounded in the Lord, these things have, can have serious effects upon people's lives. I'll just leave it at that. So it's very interactive, and let's say that you posted one and people saw it instantly. They just loved it. So you all know about things going viral. It's just a little slang word. They go viral. That means they just absolutely takes off 10 million views, you know, 15 million views. How many people are are viewing this thing? And uh, it puts pressure for the people that are making their little innocent videos, or maybe they're not so innocent videos. They want to get, of course, good reactions from people. There's a purpose to them putting it on. If I'm sharing it with people, I want them to enjoy it or think I'm cool or think I sing well or whatever it may be. They're putting it on for a reason. They want good reactions, and who doesn't want to be liked or accepted, okay? But um, there's also big money to be made in this. I think like in a lot of social, and I would say, how can you make money with something like that or any social media platform? Well, a lot of you all could probably tell me. Okay, you can make big money doing this. There's two ways that, I'm, that I've found out researching. TikTok, you can buy with real money. It's not Monopoly money. You can buy TikTok coins. Okay, you buy the coins. I want to buy $10 worth of TikTok coins because I like the video of this person doing their little dance move so much, and I can literally send it to them. And people that are popular and they make popular TikTok, TikTok videos, they get people sending them money, okay? That's one way. Another way is that big companies trying to sell their products, they see who's going viral. They see maybe this person consistently puts out popular videos, whatever they are. Could be pornography, okay? Whatever they are, they, make, they get millions of views, And they target that audience. Wall Street is using this type of thing uh, more than a billboard on I-10, okay? And they can target, I mean, a specific audience they want with their product. So when you go to see that video, there's the little pop-up of their company and what they're trying to sell, the blue jeans they're trying to sell, whatever it is. Guess Blue Jeans is big into this. But I think all all the companies are. So the person who's making the video uh, can actually have a little influence all right and know that they're popular and can work out some deals and get money that way as well so there is money to be made in it still you said we haven't told anything really horrible about it I'm just going to tell it to you and and put it in your hands let's put it that way um, it creates easy prey for predators sexual predators They watch the videos. This is from according to parents.com. This is a quote. TikTok has been used by sexual predators especially on a popular feature on TikTok called duets. Damien sings a little 15 minute song, shows off his voice. Somebody else joins in and they want to do a duet with him. They never met each other, you know and they do a little, they can do some little combination thing on there. Um, It's The the sexual predators are cashing in on this. In other other words, they're using it to their advantage. Um, Pornography, all the users that use it, that TikTok, anybody, you ask a a 12-year-old kid, anybody that's looked at them for any length of time would say, even though I've got certain uh, version of TikTok with certain blocks and censorships and so forth on it, anybody would tell you, that no matter, these things don't work totally, that you can put on the guarded version. I don't even know what you call it. You know, they have different versions of TikTok where it's supposed to be screened before you look at it. Even if it's screened before you look at it, remember, it's live stream stuff. A lot of stuff pops up and can, is there before it can be taken down. Okay? Anybody that's watched it has said, yes. Even if you're not looking for that, it's there and you're, you're likely to see that if, if you're on it for any period of time. I would say, why look at something like that? Why look at something innocent enough where you know there's a good chance of this other popping up? Is it really that worth it? 15 second video after video. Uh, no matter what safeguards are put on, uh, it pops up and the kids... Any, any kid that's way, way more tech savvy than me and probably than most people my age, all right, can go, they can Google how to bypass whatever blocks and safeguards their parents might have put on there. You go to Google, it'll tell you how to bypass the safeguards your parents put, the parents put on their children's app or phone or whatever, okay? And so they, they can figure that out quicker than you could figure it out. I want to read a little bit about the content. Even if you set, this is from parents.com, even if you set your own account to private, ranging from overly exposed to sexual or violent content posted to the public feed, ranging from overly sexual TikToks to physically dangerous stunts that kids may want to recreate, there's a wide range of concerning content on the platform. No matter which social media platform your child is using, so it's not just TikTok, okay? This is a blanket warning. Even if it's purportedly trustworthy, limited version, aimed at children like YouTube Kids, they'll likely come across potential safety issues. I've clicked on YouTube Kids. We had our granddaughter here, and we we're looking for uh, something from 20 years ago or more, 30 years ago, that we used to show William and Peter about kids singing praise. And it's these kids singing little children's Songs like this little light of mine i 'll let them shine and and they 're wonderful, and Alex loves them, and she's dancing around and loves them. but we go to YouTube and at YouTube kids comes up, and it 's all kinds of stuff, whether it's new age or or all kinds of stuff, and that's what's aimed at kids today, but it's not uh something you would want your child to see. I know that you wouldn't want i'll keep I'll keep reading a little more on the content uh there are these challenges. How many of you know what I'm talking about? How many know about the the TikTok challenges? Okay, S- you know, I don't know for the stupidest things like how many sh- grapes can you stuff in your mouth, something silly like that. To things that are more uh, that are different, like the choking game. That one sounds really fun, huh? Where you choke till you almost pass out, or you do pass out, and how close can you get to death, kind of thing, uh, with your friends. This is a quote from uh, Washington Post. Serious injuries have been suffered. There's one called the Kiki Challenge. Like I said, probably all the way ahead of me. I just heard about the Kiki Challenge. It's a dance. It's a song posted on that was famous, made famous on TikTok. And the Kiki Challenge is basically encourages people to, uh, in the song, encourages people to try this. So We want you to recreate it to jump out of a moving vehicle and dance, okay, dance alongside of the car, or jump out of, out of it while it's moving, or hop out in the mall of Louisiana parking lot and bust out some kind of dance move that you have, and, and people do it. People do it. It's actually banned in some places. Like in some states in India, the country of India, they banned it because people were getting hurt. In recent weeks, Washington Post, okay, recent weeks, some unlucky participants have been run over, have been badly injured. One American teen fractured her skull, skull after attempting the challenge at a roundabout. One woman was robbed as she concentrated on her dance moves while otherwise oblivious uh, you know, to what was going on. People have tripped and run into potholes and everything else. You laugh a little bit, but uh, it's, it's insane. Now I want to get to something a little more serious. Say, well, I don't do any of that. I just look at the cute little puppies. I look at the kids' first swimming lesson. I look at whatever's just innocent little fun. I'm just letting you know the danger. I'm just letting you know how it easy it is to drift from two cute little puppies to pornography, how quick it is, how addictive it is. Another content, and this is concentrating on the content of what's uh, very, very popular, and you can actually target this if you're a viewer and say, I want to be in this little area. Shifting. You might know what shifting is. You don't have to tell me. If you've heard of it, just raise your hand. Shifting. Okay. Shifting is viral slang for basically reality shifting, all right? The goal of shifting is to travel, and I'm reading quotes again, from one's CR, current reality, to one's DR, desired reality. So stay with me. Here's somebody, young or old, that says, I don't, just for a while, I want to go off in the never, never land. You know, I want to shift from my current reality to my desired reality. Through meditation, this is how they do it. Through meditation, visualization, and other practicing practices. Shifting involves separating one's consciousness from the body and entering an alternate reality or an al- alternate universe. Popular uh, desired realities, what people want their reality to be, is Hogwarts School of Witchcraft and Wizardry and various world uh, worlds based on Game of Thrones, Star Wars, and so forth. Shifting is not compatible, needless to say, with biblical teaching. It is not something that Christians should be involved in. Well, who are you to tell me that? I'm saying what the Bible says, okay? The Bible says where every man should, sp- uh, uh, well, I look at the scripture right here that I uh, had it with me. Let every man speak the truth. Let every man put away lying and hypocrisy and every man speak the truth. But that's not the truth if I'm, my, I'm shifting my reality to something else, okay? Uh, shifting is popular among some teens and young adults. There are large shifting communities on TikTok and, other, and Reddit and other social media platforms. TikTok videos with the hashtag shifting have over 6.2 billion views. Uh, this was as of the end of July. Various sites offer advice on methods to facilitate your shift, how to script or visit script your visit to your desired reality in advance, and how to return to your current reality. Shifting is an inherently, inherently metaphysical, spiritual practice, as it deals with being, be, as deals with being, identity, and space time. Shifters are essentially seeking an out-of-body experience, okay? Similar to other new age practices. It sounds like shamanism or something like this to me. Uh, there's nothing new under the sun. This is not new. Shifting is a new name, and they're having a new platform to do it on TikTok, but it's not a new thing, okay? It's it's witchcraft and that type of thing. Shifting uses mantras Meditation and certain body positions to enter an altered state of consciousness, which shifters assume to be a parallel universe or another dimension. That, that's just new age over and over. Okay, Based on their TikTok videos, some shifters have begun to question reality in general. So somebody's shifting on TikTok and doing it however they do it with the meditation and, the, and these type of things. And now they're beginning to question reality in general. Asking questions such as, quote, what if, what, if we, what we call reality is only someone else's shift? What if I only exist in someone else's shift? This is from gotquestions.org. Now, we almost laugh at it. It's, it's so ludicrous that we just kind of think a bunch of nuts out there. Well, can I tell you, then there's a bunch of them. Because this is extremely popular. It's most popular by kids and people just out of the kids. 16 to 24 is the most popular for it. And so I don't, I was thinking about this. I don't have to shift anything. The Bible tells me in Colossians 1.13 that he has translated us from the kingdom of darkness into the kingdom of his dear son by the blood of Jesus. God has already done that. My reality has been shifted and changed forever and ever. He shifted me from what I was. What I was, I am no longer. I'm new in Christ, and my whole reality is shifted, and my whole future is different, and the whole home where I'm heading is different. Uh, focus on the family, who I don't, I don't always tune into, but I get, did get this quote from them. In August, this past August, last month, a man live-streamed his suicide. Live-streamed it, real time. This is me killing myself. And he did it on Facebook. Since then, it's gone viral. Isn't that wonderful? I don't want to see that. It's gone viral on TikTok. Children or kids or young people, not just children like we think of children, young people have a fear of missing out, FOMO, F-O-M-O, a fear of missing out. And I, th- I thought to myself, and I've thought, since i really committed to Christ, now I had, might have had that fear growing up, in fear, I don't know if it's so much a fear, just you want to see what everybody else is seeing. If everybody else is going to this movie and they say it's the greatest thing, everybody wants to go see that movie, right? A fear of missing out. And I, as I've committed my life to Christ, um, I have no fear of missing out. And I'll tell young people, and I'll tell you, you're not missing anything. You are not missing anything except heartache and sin and pain and, and guilt and feeling filthy and feeling dirty. You're not missing out on anything, nothing. There's nothing the world can offer you that you're missing out on. Nothing this world can offer you, Zero. Well, everybody else is going to this dance. Everybody else is going to this party. Everybody else is going to this movie. And, and, and a lot of people that call themselves Christians are going to this movie, whatever. You're not missing out on anything. I haven't lacked one thing since I committed my life to Christ. I have not lacked one single thing in my life. Not anything that brings me joy, peace, satisfaction, fulfillment in my mind, in my heart, in my spirit, in my fellowship, in life. Nothing. Nothing. The world has—I've not, not missed one thing. The only only regret I have is that I didn't give my life to Jesus sooner. That's my regret, because it's just one little lure after another. Randy, try this. Boom! I try it. Oh, that was kind of okay. Randy, try this. Boom! I try that. It's nothing. It's nothing. It's zero, and it's leading me away because Christ is back here, and He says, "Come and follow Me," and I'm following after some foolishness. Okay, foolishness. I'm going to say it again, young and old, you're not missing anything. This world has nothing to offer us. Nothing. The earth is the Lord's and the fullness thereof. It's all His. You go enjoy the Smoky Mountains or the Rocky Mountains or the beach, God gave you that. The world didn't give you that. Whatever is out there that God wants you to put your hands to or to enjoy is for you to enjoy. But you're not missing out on anything that the world has to offer. Amen. And so uh, just just thinking about it a little bit, Adam Holt says, if your kids are watching live streamed content, and that to me is one of the biggest dangers, there's really no telling what they could be exposed to. Okay. No telling what they could be exposed to. I'm just touching on this real quickly because I don't want to go too long. And I'm not the expert on social media or TikTok, as you probably have gathered. But, uh, they've come into some legal troubles as well. It's not slowing them down at all because they're so uh, so wealthy and successful, the company. $75 billion it's worth right now. But uh, when, when uh, Donald Trump was president, he, he threatened to ban TikTok. Why would he do that? If he just doesn't want to have any fun? He said, no, it, it, it posed an immediate danger to national security. Well, why is that? because the user's data falls right into the hands of the Chinese government. The user's data. You're going to use and post this or watch it or whatever. The data, all your information falls, and I don't think he just pulled that out of the air. Somebody wiser than him told him about that, and he says, well, this is a threat to our country, and of course, a federal judge stopped him from carrying this out. But, uh, they did receive the largest um, civil penalty under the COPA Act, okay, the largest penalty under the COPA Act, which New York Times uh, published this story. The Federal Trade Commission fined TikTok 5.7 million. That's the drop in the bucket for a company like that. And they just keep rolling and growing and getting more popular. But they fined them $5.7 million for violating the COPA, the Child's Online Privacy Protection Act. Okay, Largest penalty in history uh, under this COPA Act. But uh, the, law, the law requires that they broke. The law requires companies to obtain parental consent to collect data from the kids under 13. TikTok did not do so. They also failed to notify parents of exactly how they collected the children's data, or allow them to ask to have the data deleted. And so, uh, I just think about a company like this in general, China, okay, and they it's this this TikTok is most popular in the U.S. and they have these quote uh, these quote m- news platforms. What kind of news do you think there's going to be nothing but a refined model of Hitler's propaganda that he did in World War II? I watch things on Hitler, and it amazes me. It really does. He was wicked, but it's amazing how the scope that he had. He was starting to build his empire, working towards that, I don't know, 15 years before, before we ever bomb bombard the Jap- Japanese in Pearl Harbor. You know, he's already planning this stuff and having people in the U.S. in key positions, you know, to for sabotage or whatever it may be. Um, my point is that there's a spirit behind it. The spirit of Antichrist is behind it. Am I saying that everything you would view on TikTok is wicked? It is not. Am I accusing you of watching anything on TikTok that is unpleasing to God. I am not. I am simply giving you, as parents especially, the warning. And here's the warning. Know what your children are doing. Know what your children are doing. I'm just going to say it straight. Parents have become intimidated by their own children because they don't want to push them away. Well, something else is already leading them away. And you are responsible. You are responsible to get in their business. Do you have to be a jerk? No. Do you have to get in their business? Yes. They're in your house. They're under your roof. God gave those children to you. He didn't give those children to me. He didn't give the children to your pastor. He certainly didn't give them to the public schools and to the government. He gave your children to you. Know what's going on in their lives. Amen? Know what's going on. Is there a godly way to do it? Yes, there is. You'd be bathed in prayer and filled with the Holy Ghost and filled with the love of Jesus when you go talk to them. But don't be afraid to say no sometimes. Don't be afraid to knock on that closed door and find out. Or if a group of kids standing around, what are they looking at on their phone? That's not private. It's not private. I'm not saying they can never have a private moment. You understand what I'm saying, though. We're too intimidated think we bought into the world psychology or Oprah Winfrey or Dr. Phil or something and we're not doing what the Bible says, admonishing our, to bring up our children in the fear and admonition of the Lord. We That is our responsibility. I'm using TikTok tonight as almost just like a little example or platform for the bigger picture of social media and what's going on Uh This stuff would have been absolutely unheard of, and I'm talking to parents or adults or grandparents, when you were a child, when you were growing up, when you were in college, okay? It would have been unheard of. And so I'm not saying all the kids are doing horrible things. I'm simply saying the access is there. There, I could probably pick all of you practically that know more about this stuff than me, but just... God gave me this for our church tonight, especially for parents. There might be some adults in here that are looking at stuff they shouldn't look at. There might be some adults in here that are wasting their time, and so it's, it's taking so much of your time that you're not able to do other things that God would have you to do, whether that's spend time with your family or cut the grass or come up help here at the church with something or go on your knees in a prayer closet. It's just you're watching something that may be innocent, but you've become addicted to it, and you say, no, I'm not, well, then quit if you're not. You know, show that you're not addicted to it. Um, I just want to close with two scriptures. Peter, I had one more scripture that I wanted to put up there. Everybody's heard this, probably quoted. I will set no wicked thing before mine eyes. I hate the work of them. It doesn't say I hate the people. I hate the work of them that turn aside. It shall not cleave to me. I will set no evil thing. I will set no evil thing. Not moderately evil or whatever, just I will set no evil thing before my eyes. I know things pop up, but you don't have to look at it. You don't have to click on it. You don't have to delve into it. I have things pop up on my phone, and I'm the most unsavvy tech person in the world. I don't even care if it says you know, LSU just won the national championship, whatever. I'm deleting it. I don't want to see it. That's somebody else trying to put a thought in my head. I'll look at what I want to look at. I'm not going to look at what you tell me to look at when because you think it's convenient and you want me to see it and there's five ads at the bottom trying to get me to buy something. I'm not interested. I'll go shopping when I want to go shopping and I'll go buy what I want to buy when I want to buy it. Not because you tell me to. And and I'm not going to just read something that gets my mind off of what celebrity couple just broke up and who's having a baby in Hollywood. And it's all boom, 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 boom. It's all right in front of you. I don't care. Everybody's dying and going to hell. They need Jesus. I'm going to do with my time what God wants me to do with my time. I'm, guess what? I am not miss out on anything. I hadn't missed out on anything. Or close, if you're still in Ephesians 5, let's close with this, verses 15 through 17. See then that you walk circumspectly, not as fools, but as wise, redeeming the time, because the days are evil. Wherefore, be not unwise, but understanding what the will of the Lord is. We need to understand what the will of the Lord is. Our children need to understand what the will of the Lord is. And we need to redeem that time and not walk as fools. I'm not accusing anybody of, of delving into something terrible. If you, if you are, God can help you. If you want to come talk to me about it or some strong believer, talk to them about it. to hold you accountable. But that's not really the point of this message tonight. The point of this message is to be aware and to guard. And don't just think that everything is innocent and innocuous and just whatever. There's there's a lot going on, and there is a power behind it. There's a power behind it all, and God wants us to guard ourselves. We are living in some crazy times. We're living in perilous times, we're, but we're living in exactly the times the Lord wants us to live. Right now, today, is when he saved us to be his ambassadors on this earth. David said in Psalm 119, 101, I have refrained my feet from every evil way that I might keep thy word. And so we make a conscious choice. I'm refraining from this. Maybe it's 98% innocent, but bam, something happens. Well, that bam that happened to me or that I saw or that I heard or that I was weak that day and fell into would not have happened if I, not had, been, if I had not been fooling with it in the first place. Not saying I'd never sinned, but that would not have happened had not already been setting myself up for it. We set ourselves up for sin a lot of times instead of refraining our feet from evil. I'm refraining my steps from every evil way, and that's another sermon in itself. But I just the Lord just wanted us, I believe, to be on guard. Nobody's come to me in our church with complaints. Nobody's come to me with dire concerns or anything like that. We don't have a wave of things going on in our church. Don't leave here afraid. Now, and I honestly mean that. Not one person has. It's just something that came to my attention. I felt the Lord say, bring it before the church, okay? And that's what I've done. So y'all pray with me. The altars are open. Uh, if you just have some time and you want to get before the Lord as God leads you. Father, we come before you tonight, God. And Lord, I pray that you would help me. I pray you would help us. I pray for our parents here that you would help us to, to redeem the time, the young people here that are truly saved, God. No matter how young they are, if they're truly born again, teach them, And help us to teach them to redeem their time. That means to make the most of it. To use it for the glory of God. And help us to refrain our feet from every evil way. Help us, God, to set no evil thing before our eye. It doesn't mean we'll never see an evil thing. It means we're not going to set it before our eyes of our own volition, of our own choice. And God, help us and strengthen us. Help us to be a holy people separated unto you, and if we have done that, God, and we all have done that at times, I pray that you would forgive us, God, and that you would strengthen us. In Jesus' name, amen. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus.